Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to the team from Feels, a magazine that launched at the end of last year on a mission to investigate the world one tactile adjective at a time, and beginning with the concept of fuzziness. Lauren, Sarah, Angela and Drew are currently scattered across the USA, so we brought them together on a Zoom call to find out exactly why they're so interested in this idea of fuzziness and how their expectations of publishing an independent magazine ended up comparing to the reality. I don't think it's any spoiler to reveal at this point that it ended up taking way more work than they'd anticipated at pretty much every stage. It was thoroughly worth it though because Feels is one of the most impressive new launches uh, I've seen for a long time. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Lauren, Sarah, Angela and Drew from Feels. Uh, Hey, Feels, thank you so much for making the time to speak. Thanks for having us. Uh, so we have uh, quite a lot of you on a Zoom call. This is like the most complex Zoom calls that I've ever uh, recorded. So um, I think maybe we should start out by uh, each of you, maybe just introduce yourselves, say who you are uh, and what you do with the mag. Sure, I can start. Um, my name is Lauren Chagat-Campbell. I am a graphic designer. I get my full-time job through Jacobin Magazine. And like everybody else in feels, I wear all the hats. <laughs> um, yeah, Sarah Mohammedy here, uh, also a graphic designer. Um, during, I guess, my day job, in a sense, is as a senior designer working at a branding studio in New York called Thought Matter. Um, and yeah, I echo what Lauren said. I wear all of the hats. <laughs> Um, this is Angela Lorenzo. Um, I'm also a graphic designer. Um, I'm doing mostly freelance work at the moment. Um, and I'm based in Providence, Rhode Island. Excellent. And yes, like uh, Lauren and Sarah also uh, wearing all the <laughs> at the magazine. I'm getting a theme here about hat wearing yes. on feels, yeah. We wear really like hats. <laughs> we have three hats in our merch store total. It's true. <laughs> Um, I'm Drew Litowitz. I work for Pitchfork, the music publication. Um, and yeah, I, I think I wear a few hats at least. And so, Drew, are you also a graphic designer? Yes, and right. uh, like editorial illustrator, I guess these days too. Is that everybody on the team covered? Yep, all four. All right, we, we've got all of you. So so basically then from this, I'm getting that you are a bunch of graphic designers who have had the temerity to come together and decide you're going to make a magazine. So how did that happen? How, how did you all meet up and decide to make this magazine? Yeah, so we all went to um, RISD for our graduate program and mm-hmm. overlapped at different points in time. And um, the sort of concept came out of uh i was doing some research and some like thinking on the idea of squishiness as this sort of (laughs) metaphor and realized that there was a lot of elasticity to using a tactile adjective in that way um and pram krishnamurthy had recently come to speak to us about bumpiness and saw sort of the way that he was using the adjective in that way and realized there was sort of a lot to 
the mind there. And I think one thing that was particularly interesting was the idea of these super personal metaphors as opposed to, I think there's like commonly like the architectural metaphor and the like panopticon and we tend to make a lot of those comparisons. And so it's interesting to start to work on a really personal, much more individual level. Mm. Um, so that was sort of the concept that came out of it. And um, then it was kind of just a matter of connecting all of us and all being excited about kind of recreating the environment that we had at RISD, where it was a much more collaborative one. We felt sort of isolated from one another in the post-grad school world. Um, so we were really interested in recreating elements of that and figuring out what it means to make a magazine and work laterally and really share all of the roles and responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes a, a lot of sense. And so uh, when you were actually making this first issue then, did you spend any of that time together or were you all separately isolated? We would come together uh, when we could. So at the time that we made the first issue, three of us were in New York and Angela was in Providence. And so we would set up these regular um, times where we could all come together and basically do like a day long retreat. Mm -hmm. And then we spent the majority of the time on phone calls every single week for hours late in the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that also, that sounds familiar for magazine makers. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the one, the issue that, um, that I've got in front of me now is, is fuzzy. So you, you began with fuzziness uh, for, for this theme of tactility. Um, why start with that? I think, I think like one of the things that Lauren just touched upon was like the idea of kind of intimacy and like proximity and closeness as, as a way to look at things from a distance. I feel like publications and magazines are often about like romanticizing things or kind of like making everything look perfect. Hmm. Um, and I think fuzziness is like the most imperfect in a certain sense of it was like the most evocative and most imperfect uh, and like kind of visceral feeling tactile adjective we could come up with that felt relevant to the state of the world also like mm, mm. you're trying to think about like how kind of everything was uncertain and sort of messy and like kind of unclear a lack of clarity a lack of and then like this idea of like wanting to feel cozy and like fuzziness being like something comforting and warm in a time when there's not a lot of certainty. Yes. Um, so I think like it was, it, we, we sort of come up with these lists of words and, and sort of try to figure out as many topics that we can extrapolate from. Yeah. 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 Adjective that like fit with the moment or fit with what we're interested in talking about. And I think fuzzy felt like the most sort of like accessible and like unexpected because it has so many connotations that are not serious. Yes. But it actually is very serious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the bit that really uh, caught my attention was uh, there's something in the introduction uh, which talks about um, the sort of the clean flatness of digital and print and tactility being a, a counterpoint to that. And I love the fact that you're using a print medium, uh, sorry, a physical medium in print to 
kind of have a think about what it means to live in this digital world today? Yeah, I think that's the that was kind of the larger idea behind feels. And then we kind of uh, break it down into further dissecting what that means through the adjectives. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, but I think that what you're pointing out specifically, I think for us is the reason behind why like feels exists and just like in general, why the names the name is called feels. So did any of you have any experience of making magazines before? I think we all in different stages um, have been involved in some, some sort of magazine or publication production, um, probably mostly at like the design stage. Um, but I think this was the first time for um, all of us to be involved from like the beginning um, through seeing it through uh, fundraising and editing and designing um, production. Um, basically from the beginning through uh, getting it into the hands of readers. Um, so back to wearing many hats, um, we all kind of share <laughs> all the responsibilities. Um, and it's been a learning process too, I think. Well, so so tell, take me back then, take me to that starting point. And so the, the, you lot got together and decided you wanted to make this magazine, but then how did you start going out and finding contributors to be part of it? Yeah, so for our first issue, um, we had uh, an open call for visual and written works, um, which we all reviewed and narrowed down through like a very deliberative selection process. Um, and we, we had some commissioned work for pieces we knew we wanted to see in the publication, but um, I would say the majority of the pieces, um, the contributors came from our open call. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and I think on top of that, we knew that we weren't gonna be able to really exhaust the idea of fuzziness on our own mm -hmm. and that we wanted to sort of put it up to the public to be able to uh, figure out what this word meant in all these different facets. And it was really exciting to see once we did the open call that not only were people uh, coming up with these great ideas, but they were sort of as equally interested in wrestling with this idea and, and sitting with it for a while. And yeah. that was a really great moment for having like basically started this thing blind to have gotten that initial sort of enthusiasm and feedback was really exciting. Yeah. And, and that's where the joy is as well, because, you know, you can all sit together and have your clever RISD thoughts about you know what what is what is fuzzy and what does this mean but actually it's it's when you start to put that out in front of other people and you see what they're doing with it like that well I've always thought making magazines that's where it, it gets interesting and um, I guess that's yeah. also like where we all we wanted to always I think we always agreed that like we wanted to pull from as wide a network of like types of people as possible too so like we didn't want just like art students or just mm. designers or mm. just writers like we wanted like like the the variety of people we wanted to kind of make it sort of anti-art in a sense because like we wanted to let anybody who has an opinion about this express it um mm. so mm. we had like a doctor like a lawyer like yeah. these are people who don't have anything to do with the art with art or <laughs> design you know um but they have things that they want to explore so i think yeah that was yeah. part of it too was just making sure we we could find like the like people who maybe their voices aren't always heard in like these contexts 
Yeah, I think it was like really important for us to make sure, like we worked really hard to make sure that it wasn't just an art publication mm-hmm. um, or that it was only speaking to the types of people that we did go to school with. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but we wanted the diversity and the content to also just come through as much as possible. Yes, yeah, yeah. So how long did this process take you then? And when was the magazine actually published? Um, So the first issue was officially published in December of 2019. Um, After about, I think we started in... It was like a calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. I think we started in like mid-March of 2019. So almost a calendar year. Wow. Um, And I think part of that was because we also... Our working method is really based on doing merch to support the production cost of the publication. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had to focus on that at the beginning to then be able to... um, just get this thing printed right yes and so and you saying you still have merch left so does that mean there's still someone whose job it is to go to the post office and post out hats (laughs) that would be angela that's (laughs) my hat i guess (laughs) that's the one hat that doesn't translate to small new york apartments very well yeah Yeah. Yeah. what have you found the the response has been like to the magazine um, really, really well, and almost like surprisingly well. We, you know, you have these hopes and dreams for this publication that you're putting out that you're not making it into um, this bubble of the same group of people that you always see. Um, so I think it's been really interesting to just get random emails of people like interested in carrying the publication um and just like seeing the following that Mm. it has kind of gained throughout the past few months has Mm. been really exciting yeah and and what about stuff you weren't expecting so what like what have you like learned or discovered in the process of this we definitely fully underestimated how much work it would be (laughs) Um, (laughs) on every level at every stage um yeah i think we like i think because we were like lightly familiar with the magazine process we like thought we had a scope of it and then we realized that like when you're sending an email on behalf of four people four people should sign off on it uh, that yeah. takes a while yeah. um and we're really even, like who's the point person for that email so right. that the right. email doesn't sit in the inbox for too long mm, yeah yeah um yeah, and we were, so we do a lateral working model and are like technically considered a workers co-op. So in a lot of ways, there were a lot of things we could have done to make less work and we were intentionally choosing not to and to like see what that process would mean for us to stay in that dynamic. Um, so it really was so much more work than we expected. But I think the thing that was sort of the best surprise was just how enthusiastic our contributors were and at every stage when we've reached out to folks to work together in various ways there's just been a lot of a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of patience with our sort of clunky process figuring it out <laughs> so we're super thankful for that yeah we could probably publicly apologize for our long delays of responding to almost every email because that's <laughs> Uh, not something we intended but yeah 
this this makes a lot of sense so when when i send an email to you guys that i get an, i get a reply straight away and i'm like oh amazing they got back to me the reply just says it might take a while for me to get back to you yeah <laughs> we're, we're hoping to fix get better at that this time but right i think yeah, we're yeah. going to start signing our emails with our names like on behalf of right yeah there's something good that's in the works yeah there's <laughs> a debate about what we for a while signed our emails all the feels no matter who wrote it and in part because different people were writing the emails and we have gotten very mixed reviews to that response and people get surprisingly upset about it. Oh, right. Okay. Well, because they, you people want to know who they're actually speaking to. Yeah. Yeah. At first, the, the people thought that we were like trying to be mysterious about who we were. Because like, a lot of the people from RISD actually weren't aware of who was making it. And we started, I think, like some of the early conversations with like, outreach was with people in the like the RISD network just to kind of get a get the word out and stuff and I think a lot of people at RISD were like very amused but also like frustrated to not know who we were and like <laughs> thought we were trying to like play a game on them. Right. Yeah, yeah. I can Which I can kind of we did for a bit. <laughs> I mean for me it was always more than just trying to be secretive about it or something. But I think we really like the idea of the collective and really dissolving the individual. So that was like one of the reasons behind kind of signing off as all the fields. But I think it got a lot bigger than we really intended for it, too, for sure. It's also very fuzzy to be. Uh, maybe like, maybe we'll be like, well, the next adjective will do, uh, will respond an email more in line with that. You're, you're setting yourself tough targets here for, for mixing <laughs> themes and emails. Okay, so you're, you're talking about the next one. That's a good sign. So when are you planning to have the next one out? I didn't mean to open that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, when is spring, summer of 2021? Okay. And, and, and I think maybe we can publicly say what the theme is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just let it slip, but... Yeah. <laughs> Our next one's going to be slick. Ooh, nice. So kind of the opposite of fuzzy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In contrast. <laughs> and so so you're presumably working on that at the moment and yeah. the whole kind of uh like the very flat way of working has obviously like caused you a few bumps in this one. Is there anything else that you're thinking for the next one that you know you want to do differently? Um, well, I think, I mean, just visually, we always, we set out knowing that we didn't want to have like a set visual identity for each issue. Um, so the next issue will definitely, you know, visually speak to the the new adjective. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, but in terms of kind of how we'll conduct our um, ourselves, I think, you know, we're, we're definitely still interested in... Um, kind of exploring uh, a list of ideas that we've been working on kind of similar to how we approached um, Buzzy, um, but maybe finding more of a balance between um, a, an open call and commissioned pieces, um, not, especially now that we're working with a much wider network of people since our first issue. Yeah. Um, um, well, look, uh, I I love the fuzzy issue, um, and I really like the sound of a slick issue. So, um, 
Really good luck with making that. And thanks again for taking the time to talk. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Okay, that's all for this week. I'd like to say thanks again to the team for taking the time to speak with me. I think that that need to wear all the hats will sound familiar to anyone who's been involved in independent publishing. Uh, And I'm very pleased to say that we have the results of their labours in our shop at the moment. So uh, if you haven't already seen it, go and check out their launch issue. Uh, Just go to stackmagazines.com forward slash shop, scroll down and you should find feels in there. And needless to say, we'll also be getting hold of copies of their slick issue too uh, when that lands at some point next year. If you've enjoyed this episode, please go and check out our archives on SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever you go to get your podcasts. Just search for Stack Magazines and you'll find lots more conversations with magazine makers. And of course, if you follow us while you're there, we'll be able to deliver our future stuff to you as soon as it's ready. Thank you very much for listening to this one and we'll be back with another episode next week.